Good morning. <laughs> Welcome to Boiling Springs Baptist Church. We are glad that each of you are here with us today. We have a, a very special service planned. Uh, we are excited to have Lee Bryson. Um, he, is, he is being ordained as a deacon today in our church, and so we look forward to hearing from him. Um, and each of us will have the opportunity to lay hands on him and, and, and pray with him and pray for him later in our, in our worship. But we are glad that each of you are here today. Uh, I would invite you to take a look at your order of service that you received on the way in. There are several announcements and things to be aware of in the bulletin. Um, there is a tear-out section that is attached to the bulletin. If you are a guest, we welcome you here today, and, and we are glad that you are here at Boiling Springs Baptist. Um, we would invite you to fill out the information that's on the front side of that tear-out and to place it in our offering plate as it goes by later in our service. This is uh, just so that we have a chance to connect with you this week. On the back of that tear-out is a place for prayer requests. If you have something that you would like a member of our staff or other church members to be in prayer for you this week, we would encourage you to fill that out and to place it in the offering plate as well. But we are certainly glad that each of you are here with us for worship today. Our hymn is number 482, Here I Am, Lord, number 482. If you are able, please stand and join in singing hymn number 482.
Good morning. Good to be back with you this morning. This last week I was able to experience some renewal and be recharged a little bit in the mountains and I was grateful for that time, but good to be back with you this morning. Today is a special Sunday. It's always an exciting day in the life of the church when you ordain a new deacon. And today we will be ordaining Lee Bryson and we are excited to hear from Lee in just a few minutes and glad family could be here today and uh, glad you could be a part of this. And I say we're glad it's, a, it's not just special for the candidate and for the family, but it's special for our church as well. And you will hear me say again later, but here at Bowling Springs Baptist, our tradition is to encourage all who would like to speak a word of encouragement or have a, a very brief prayer over Lee uh, you'll have that opportunity later in the service today. And so please know that you are a participant today, not only uh, through worship and prayers and hearing of the word, but also through the opportunity to help ordain Lee as well, if you so choose. As uh, Alan already mentioned, the brainstorming session this afternoon, just remind you of that at five o'clock. Also, next Sunday is a very special Sunday in the life of our church. It is each year when we have our parade of flags. Many of you will be participating in that. And for those of you that have grown up here or been a part of that, you know it's always a special day. I'll be sharing a message about how God is at work, not only here in Boiling Springs, but around the world. And so come and be a part of that special day as we kick off our emphasis on international missions. Be in prayer for the family of Mary Ann Kelly. Mary Ann Kelly went home to be with the Lord this week and services for her will be tomorrow at two o'clock at Cecil Burton's funeral home there in Shelby with the receiving of friends an hour prior to that. So at one o'clock, receiving of friends, the funeral at two and be in prayer for them. Will you go with me now to the Lord in prayer? Gracious God, we thank you for the way that you call and move in each of us. We're grateful that you are at work in our world. Lord, at times we struggle to see that and we struggle to see how you are at work amid the violence and amid the uh, hate and amid the different things that we see within our world today that are not pleasing to you. But Lord, we know that you are at work. And Father, we know that you have been at work in the life of Lee Bryson and we thank you for uh, his acceptance and his uh, desire to move forward and having been nominated by our, uh, this church to serve as a deacon, and we're grateful for the ways that you have worked and are working in his life. Father, we thank you for another opportunity to gather together as your people. We don't take this for granted, God. We know in many places in our world, they, are not, they, do, not, they do not have this freedom, and Lord, we will hopefully never take that for granted. Lord, we thank you for the different ways that we can worship, the different ways we can praise you and come into your presence, both through, both through song, through prayers, through the reading of your word, through the fellowship that we have with one another. Lord, I'm aware that in this room this morning, we have people from all walks of life. Uh, we have the, the young children and the youth, and we have many college students with us this morning. And we pray, Lord, as they move closer to the end of the semester, that you would continue to bless them and continue to help them to have the discipline that they need to finish well. Lord, bless those in here this morning that are struggling, many with decisions that need to be made that will affect their future and their family's future. And so, Lord, help them as they seek you in making those decisions. Grant wisdom where it's needed. For those in here that are struggling this morning, maybe with the upcoming holidays or maybe with, with grief, the recent loss of a loved one, God, I pray that you would meet them at the point of their need. Lord, I pray this morning that you would stir each of us as we not only lay hands and ordain a young man in our congregation, I pray that you would remind us that, Lord, you have called each of us to serve. You have called each of us to be on mission. You have called each of us to be a part of advancing your kingdom. And Lord, help that to happen in our own lives 
and help that, help that to happen collectively in the body of Boiling Springs Baptist Church. Father, we love you and we thank you for this opportunity we have to worship you this morning. We ask this prayer in Jesus' name. All of God's people said, amen. amen. Our next hymn is hymn number 653, Lord, You Give the Great Commission. 653, please stand if you are able and join in singing. Let us pray. 
Dear God, thank you for this beautiful day that we can worship freely. Thank you for the beautiful weather, the cool coolness, and the bright sunshine. In preschool Sunday school, we learn, bring an offering to church. Let us all give generously and give our portion and do the things that you would have us to do. Give not only of our tithes and offerings, but of our time and talents. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
Good morning. If you have your if you have your Bibles, turn to Matthew 14, chapter 6, verse Matthew 14, verse 22. Immediately, Jesus made the disciples get in the boat and go on ahead of him to the other side. While he dismissed the crowd, after he had dismissed them, he went up to the mountainside by himself to pray. Later that night, he was there alone, and the boat was already a considerable distance from land, buffeted by the winds because the wind was against it. Shortly before dawn, Jesus went out to them, walking on the lake. When the disciples saw them, they were terrified. It is a ghost, they said, and cried out in fear. But Jesus immediately said to them, Take courage, it is I. Do not be afraid. Lord, if it is you, Peter replied, tell me to come out on the water. Come, he said. Then Peter got down out of the boat, walked on the water, and came toward Jesus. But when he saw the wind, he was afraid and began to sink, crying out, Lord, save me. Immediately, Jesus reached out his hand and caught him. You of little faith, he said, why did you doubt? And then when they climbed into the boat, the wind died down. Then they rose. Who, then who all was in the boat rose, worshiped him, saying, truly, you are the Son of God. Battery. 
Thank you, Lindy. Uh, in preparation for this sermon, I was speaking to Keith and Roger, and I was like, guys, you think I could get a microphone that's uh, remote? They said, sure, why? I was like, well, I drink about four to five cups of coffee every morning, and I don't think I can stand behind this pulpit for 20 minutes. So if y'all just bear with me, I'm going to pace back and forth as we go over this. Lindy just sang different, and that is truly one of my favorite songs. My favorite verse of that song is... Take this beating in my heart. Go and finish what you started. When they see me, let them see you because I just want to be different. And that's what I want to make today about. Not what I'm doing, but what God is doing through me. Because without him, I am nothing. And I wouldn't have the courage to stand on this stage before you. As many of you know, I grew up in this church. Uh, I gave my life to Christ at 14. And my relationship with God up until that point was, hey, God, you exist, I know you, but what can you do for me versus more? What can I do for you? And it wasn't really until I got to college that God changed me and changed my mindset. Growing up, uh, I didn't really know what I wanted to do, and I just prayed, God, lead me down the path that you want me to go and guide me. So I decided to go to UNC Charlotte for civil engineering. And when I got there, it was, it was just tough. The transition from high school to college just was rough on me. I missed home, and it just seemed like what could go wrong went wrong. And so in my mind, since it didn't feel right, I thought that it wasn't meant to be, that I had done something wrong to get off the path, to get off God's plan for me. And I needed to do whatever I could to fix it. But as I, as I read this text, I noticed that Jesus made the disciples go out into the boat, into the storm. And that's something I never could understand. You know, why would the God of the wind, the God of the waves, send the disciples out into the storm knowing it would cause them fear, cause them to test their faith? But you see, sometimes I think God sends us in those storms not to destroy our faith, but to develop it. Because there's some things in this world that if it doesn't challenge you, it can't change you. And that's kind of what I went through in college. I said, okay, God, I hear you. You're going to change me to better. But I still couldn't really grasp that. And as you continue reading, it says that before, just before dawn, Jesus shows up into the disciples. And they thought he was a ghost. They didn't recognize him. And I, I wonder how many times in our life that God shows up when we're going through our storms and we don't recognize him because his timing doesn't line up with our schedule. A perfect example of that, I got through college. I said, it was tough, wasn't easy, but I got through it. Four years went by like that, made a lot of good relationships and really felt like I strengthened my relationship with God. Walked across that stage feeling pretty good about myself that I did it. And I really didn't give God the credit he deserved. 
The next step to be an engineer in North Carolina is to take your professional engineering exam. Last April, I studied for six months, went in there and took that test, feeling great. Felt like I crushed it because I wanted to be the youngest engineer for company. Not for me, or not to glorify God, but for me. I wanted that. I'll never forget getting that email that said your results came in. I logged on and it said failed. And I, I was crushed. Because it wasn't just about a pass and fail an exam because truly it really doesn't matter because I still have time before I'm eligible. But for me, it was kind of verification of what I went through in college wasn't wasted. Like, have you just ever, it doesn't have to be a test, but have you ever gave everything you had into something that didn't work out, whether that's school or marriage? It's a tough feeling knowing you gave everything you had and it just wasn't enough. And I was, I was kind of angry with God. I was like, you know, I don't under, I prayed, I did, I prepared, I did everything I could do. I said, I don't understand why you would get me through the storm that I went through in college just for me to get out and you to redirect my path, God. I said, I don't understand. But if we read into that text a little bit more, when they saw Jesus, Peter said, Lord, if it is you, call out to me. And he said, come. And as he initially got out of the boat, he was able to walk on the water. But when he saw the waves, he was scared and began to sink. And he said, and Jesus said, Lord, or Peter said, Lord, please save me. And he said, you of little faith, why did you doubt? And see, a little background into this text. Right before this, this is where Jesus takes the five loaves of bread and two fish and feeds 5,000. So I know the text says, why did you doubt? But I really feel like God said, you just watch me take five loaves of bread and two fish and feed 5,000. You don't think I can calm this storm. And those words right there really spoke to me. He said, I heard him say, okay, Lee, I got you through college. I didn't get you through that to abandon you right here. And that's when I made the decision. I said, no matter how big the storm, where I am or what I'm going through, I'm going to focus on the God in front of me and not the storm around me. Because, and I can stand before you today and tell you that I retook that test two weeks ago and I do not know the result, but I believe what Paul told us in Philippians 1, 6 to be true, that he who began a good work in me will finish it out until the day of Jesus Christ. And I really believe God sent me here today to tell you that he hasn't given up on you, but you just can't give up on him. And he may perform his biggest miracle during your greatest storm. So in closing, I know that what I've talked about today, the storms that I've faced in comparison to what some of y'all are going through are nothing. And I do know that I will be the youngest deacon at Bowling Springs Baptist Church. And I'm not here to tell you that I know it all, but I am ready to learn. And the one thing that I have learned is no matter where you are, what you're going through, God is there leading you. And I will keep my eyes on him as I serve both this church and community that has served me for so long. Again, I am humbled and truly grateful for this opportunity to be a deacon at Bowling Springs Baptist Church. Thank you. Amen. Thank you, Lee. Having heard Lee this morning, 
Many of you knew what was going on in Lee's life as to have nominated him and to have placed this opportunity in front of us this morning. And so Lee, thank you for what God, for allowing God to use you and for sharing what you did and the way you did. Um, I didn't mind moving back in my head, moving back and forth a little bit there. Um, but uh, thank you for, for sharing what you did. I want to read quickly uh, Acts 6, 1 through 6. This is what we believe to be our first uh, in Scripture uh, when the church began to spread and, and where we get our word uh, deacon in Acts 6, 1 through 6. And I think that will be on the slide there. During those days when the disciples were increasing in number, the Hellenists complained against the Hebrews because their widows were being neglected in the daily distribution of food. The twelve called together the whole community of the disciples and said, it is not right that we should neglect the word of God in order to wait or to serve on serve tables. Therefore, friends, select from among yourselves seven men of good standing, full of the spirit of wisdom, whom we may appoint to this task while we, for our part, will devote ourselves to prayer and to serving the word. What they said pleased the whole community, and they chose Stephen, a man full of faith in the Holy Spirit, together with Philip, Procurus, Nicanor, Timon, Parmenas, Nicholas, and a proselyte. He was a proselyte of Antioch. They had these men stand before the apostles who prayed and laid their hands on them. May God add his blessing to the reading of his word. When I... Um, talk to you or ask you about uh, a deacon and what are your thoughts of a deacon, typically your mind would go to uh, how you were raised and what those deacons were like in the environment that you were raised in. Many of you, that would be Bowling Springs Baptist Church. For others, uh, you have wonderful memories of deacons and others, you're just like, I don't know about those deacons. You know, they're all about power. They're all about authority, you know, and I think I reminded the church one time in Wake Forest, they're even called demons, right? You know? Sorry, I just had to put that in there. Um, but I do, now having dug a, dug a hole, let me dig myself out of it. Um, let me say that as pastor here at Bowling Springs, I enjoy working with our deacons. And I know that if I call them about a need, maybe a family in their family ministry list, or maybe it's some other need, I know that they will do everything in their power to respond to that need. And I want to say that, Lee, you're coming into a good group of men and women. And um, I appreciate your humility in uh, desiring to learn and grow. It's been a good uh, thing for our deacons and for some of our staff to be involved in the deacon training that's currently taking place uh, with a book, uh, Nuts and Bolts of Deacons Ministry, and that's taking place literally every month for the last three or four months and will continue for the next several months as well as we work our ways through that. But I wanted to just say something very quickly this morning so we can move into our um, important time of laying on hands of Lee. But uh, in, in the scriptures, we, we hear the word deacon often, and it's in the Greek, it's diakonos, which or diakon, uh, it, and it's, it stands for servant. It's, it's cer certainly what it means. And I want to say three things real quick. Number one is, as a Christian, we are all called to be servants. The scripture clearly indicates that. Jesus himself said in John 12, 26, if any man serve me, let him follow me. And where I am, there my servant will be also. If any man serve me, he will or excuse me, if any man serve me, him will my father honor. He's talking about general servants here. And we are all called to be deacons in the sense of the word. We are all called to be servants. It's not just those who are elected, nominated by the church and laid hands on. We are all called to serve. And so hear me clearly with that. Um, but there's also another category. 
There's also the gifted servants. We learn in Romans 12 about the different gifts in the spirit, uh, verses five through eight, uh, talk about the different gifts and service is one of those in verse seven. It says, if service or, the, or ministry or the, or the helps in his serving or he who teaches in his teaching. And so there are those who have been given the spiritual gift of serving. And some of you, I, I know who those are in our church. You, you go above and beyond and you do things and it's, it's obvious to me and to others that you have the gift of service. If there's something to be done, you can do it. You want to get right in there and, and, and do that. So we have all who are called to serve and we have those who are gifted to serve their spiritual gifts. But then there's a third group. If we want to say the deacons with a capital D, if we will, and they're not to, and they hold the office of deacon, but they don't do so in a way that is superior. They don't do so in a way that is above the others or all of us, others who are called to serve but they do so in a manner of being a model servant to the others. They model before the church what it looks like to be a servant. And so, yes, it is a humble calling, but it is a um, uh, significant and very important calling because we don't have perfect deacons, but at the same time, we have deacons who are and who desire to be model servants and to model before the church what that looks like. And sometimes that's in tangible ways in visiting families in the hospital or at home. Sometimes it is also in, in meetings to help make decisions. And it's not just an authoritative body, but it's how can we serve the church and facilitate this decision that needs to be made? How can we serve the church in this way as we do that? So three things, we're all called to serve. Some have the spiritual gift of service. And then there are those who are set apart to serve as a model for the others. In just a moment, Lee is going to um, kneel at the bench here in front of us and you are gonna be asked to come and to offer a word to him. And so having said that, what are some words that you could offer him for those that would choose to come down? The scripture that we just read in Acts 6 talks about praying that God may fill you with wisdom. You could speak a word a wise word to him or pray that God would fill him with wisdom. It's also said there that they were men that were filled with the Holy Spirit. In Acts 19.6, when Paul had laid hands upon them, the Holy Spirit came upon them. And then the last thing is um, we could pray that God would bestow upon him a spiritual gift for ministry. And in 1 Timothy 4.14, neglect not the gift that is in thee by the laying on of hands. So in just a moment, Lee, we're gonna ask you to kneel and ask the congregation to come by and speak a word of encouragement or prayer over you. But first, I have some questions. And if you could join me in this pulpit, it, can you stand still right there in that one spot? Uh, I'm just I'm joking with you. Um, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna read this and, and you respond as, as appropriate. And then congregation, would you mind please standing to honor this sacred moment as we uh, go through this? And there's a, a, a place for you to respond there as well. Let me get out my glasses here so I don't stumble through this. Um, Lee, this church has voted upon you an honor and a great responsibility in selecting you to the office of deacon. Will you accept this responsibility, striving to fill the position to which you were called by seeking to love and serve one another with a holy passion before God, living in such a way that when you stand before God, you will, he will be able to say, well done. I will with the Lord being my helper. Will you affirm your allegiance in Christ, the church and the scriptures? I will with the Lord being my helper. 
Will you accept the office of deacon in this church and promise to faithfully perform the duties required in this office? I will, with the Lord being my helper. And will you promise to assist and cooperate with the pastor, ministers, and leaders of Boiling Springs Baptist Church and to further the interest of this church in promoting the harmonious and effective working of all of its ministries? I will, with the Lord being my helper. Congregation, will you, the members of the church, acknowledge and affirm this individual as deacon? Will you esteem him, encourage him, and cooperate with him as he performs the duties of a deacon? I now charge you in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit that you ever strive to fill your office to the best of your knowledge and that you will seek divine guidance in all of your work. And Lee, if you'll take your place down here at the, at the bench, you may move that out a little bit. Congregation, you may be seated. And at this time, we're going to play some music and I want to encourage not just our deacons, but anyone who would like to offer a prayer or a word of encouragement, a word of wisdom and guidance to Lee uh, to come at this time. I will close this time with a prayer of dedication. So congregation, please come. Will you pray with me? God, grant Lee wisdom. Grant him your Holy Spirit and bestow on Lee the gifts that would allow him and all of our deacon body to help advance the kingdom of God here in this community and around the world. We are grateful for what you're doing in Lee's life. Continue to use him in the coming months and years, but in this role as a deacon as he moves forward. Lord, bless him in these efforts. Bless all of our leaders, all of our deacons, and all of us as your body who has been called to serve. In Jesus' name, amen. We're going to sing a hymn of commitment and very fitting. Wherever he leads, I'll go, as the chorus says. And then it says, I'll follow my Christ who loves me so. Wherever he leads, I'll go. Lee has responded to the invitation of the church and to the Lord in his heart to fulfill his responsibilities as a deacon. I ask you, congregation, have you first responded to Jesus and his call of salvation for your heart? And if you have, what is that next call that he has for you? I go back to our choir anthem. Uh, what was the title of it here, Candy? One step, let's see, one step he leads. And I ask you, congregation, if God is leading you to take that next step of faith, what does that look like for you? Let the Lord speak to you as we stand and sing. Wherever he leads, I'll go. Let's stand and sing together.
Can I tell them something? Yeah. Before the con- before the service, I won't tell them everything. Before the service, Lee was talking about how to, you know, I just told him we were running through things and talking about this. And he said, well, you know, being a true Southern gentleman, you know, like Lee Bryson is, he says, uh, do, I, do I thank everybody that come? I said, Lee, just keep your head down. Don't talk, don't talk to everybody that comes by. So Lee, so if, if you want to thank him now, Lee, you can, you can, you can thank him. But, uh, but Lee, this was, uh, I was telling Lee before the service as we were talking and I love deacon ordination services. I love ministry ordination services. And there's something very holy and very sacred about what just took place this morning. As you, each of you came by, each of you with your own stories, each of you with your own experiences and your own background, and you spoke into Lee's life. Many of you have seen Lee in the nursery. Many of you held him in the nursery probably years ago. And to raise, being raised in your home church and to be nominated and accept this call to serve as deacon, I think is a very special thing. And so, I, family, I know you're, uh, this was a special moment for you as well. Let's close in a word of prayer. And then if you should so choose, come by and speak with Lee. Lord, help us to live out the words that we just sang. Wherever you lead, we'll go. In Jesus' name, amen.